When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yeah, great to have your company wherever you may be listening around Western Australia. Welcome to Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos. All thanks to our friends at the all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV, Kia major partner of the recently completed Australian Open, and Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. As I've been promoting uh, this um, massive fight between Vasily Lamachenko and George Cambosis Jr., finally confirmed yesterday they'll clash for the vacant IBF lightweight title, RAC Arena. It's on Sunday, May 12. They had the press conference yesterday, and this will be the first boxing event at the venue in the centre of Perth. Since uh, 2021, remember the four-time world champion Danny Green took on the Bronx bomber Danny Santiago at the then Challenge Stadium. So it's a significant uh, event and it's coming our way on May the 12th. And George uh, Cambosis Jr. now joins us here on Sports Day WA. Hi, George. Hi, Peter. Absolute pleasure to be on. Thanks. How was your day? I, I spoke to your father yesterday, and I believe you went out on the Indian Ocean today and may have headed out towards Rottnest. What sort of day did you have? Uh, look, today's been a, a very busy day, uh, doing a lot of uh, media work, and uh, most importantly, seeing the beautiful parts of, of Western Australia. Obviously, having a look at Rottnest Island and, and jumping in the Indian Ocean, uh, I've got to say, you guys have some amazing, uh, you know, Places here, and um, you know, I'm very honoured to to be here. I'm very honoured to have my mega fight, the biggest fight in Australian history, here. And um, you know, I'm excited for for May 12th, and I'm excited for uh, all the sport that's going to be behind me. I tell you what, uh, Roger Federer and everyone else has come to Perth has always tried to get a selfie with a quacker. How did you go today? Well, we did. We did see one quacker. We did see him, <laughs> but. Uh, Poor fella was uh, was struggling with the heat. It was about forty five degrees out there, so uh, he was in the corner sitting in the shade. So we thought, you know what? Uh, let's get the little guy some water. We actually took a bottle of water with him and uh, put a little bit of water on the ground in the cap. And mm-hmm. uh, before you know it, the little guy had half a bottle of water. So they're pretty thirsty out there, the little crocker. <laughs> yeah, it's been a hot uh, last couple of days. Now, George, you were born in Sydney uh, to parents of Greek descent, and. I think your paternal grandparents uh, moved from Sparta in Greece to Australia, and you've got the famous Spartan war cry, never retreat, never surrender. 
tattooed on your body in homage to your heritage. And you actually, it's very much indicative of the way you tackle your profession now, isn't it? It really is. You know, I'm very proud of my heritage. I'm very proud of, of, of you know, my, my, my Greek roots. But I'm very proud of where I'm born here in Australia. I represent both flags with all, all of my heart. You know, when I step inside that ring and, and every bit outside of the ring, I make sure I represent myself at the highest honour and uh, control myself as an ultimate professional, as a, as a warrior, as a Spartan warrior. Now, I have that war cry on my back, never return, never surrender, and uh, it's going to come very handy in this fight because this fight is, is, is going to be you know, a war between two warriors, two guys that like to come forward, and uh, there's going to be times there where you're just going to have to be stuck in it and uh, there will be no retreat, no surrendering, and we're, we're coming to win this fight. Before we come to the present, uh, I'd like to just touch on the past and how you got involved actually uh, in boxing. I believe your father enrolled you in boxing classes when you were around about 11, maybe still a young fella, because you took up rugby league and you were maybe a bit overweight and, and you were bullied by, you know, the other young kids playing rugby league and your dad thought, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to get him out of rugby league and, and he got you enrolled in boxing classes and the rest is history. Is that a true story? Yeah, it, it pretty much is a true story. Obviously, we, we fell into, into boxing to help with the fitness. Now, all I wanted to be as a young kid was be a, a rugby league player. I wanted to represent New South Wales. I wanted to play for Australia. Um, but, you know, come off-season, I wasn't doing too much at all except for eating and, uh, you know, just sitting around. So we fell into boxing. We said, you know what, this will help with the fitness. Uh, obviously, I was a big fan of the Rocky movies as a young kid. And I thought, you know what, I'll give it a crack. And, and that first day when uh, my father took me to the boxing gym, you know, I just fell in love with the sport. Fast forward one year later, I dropped so much weight. Obviously, the bullying stopped because the bullies thought, you know what, this, this guy... Now he's out of form now, so we better not uh, bully him too much. And uh, it was time for me to have my first amateur fight. And you know, before before I knew it, I was uh, you know having amateur fights every month, uh, sometimes twice a month. And uh, you know, my boxing career started to progress. But at the same time, my rugby league juniors uh, progressed as well, and I did make the Sharks development squad. Mm. But um, we came to that point where. We had to we had to choose one. We had to come to to what we wanted to do. And uh, my heart was in boxing. I just wanted to be a fighter. I want, I loved that one on one combat, and uh, I knew that everything, you know, is on my shoulders. Once you have a great team around me and coaches and, and managers and you know good people, it's me that ultimately can, can make or break my dream. And uh, I just stuck with it. A young kid with a dream that said one day he's going to be world champion. And uh, fast forward all the years, you know, I achieved that goal, became world champion, and. Uh, now we look at, obviously, this big fight coming up, another mega fight, and, and this fight uh, victory here would give me my seventh world title. You know, it, it is a, a big duel for Australian boxing. It, it has never been done before in Australian boxing. And, uh, you know, I feel great, great, uh, you know, self-honour uh, to, to be able to do this for our country. Mm, now it's going to be a fantastic event. And uh, you've certainly... Uh, I think you were just a natural sports person because I know you're coached by Ricky Stewart, who's a legend in rugby league uh, at that Cronulla Sharks development squad. But just having a look at this event, uh, George, what does it mean for you to headline such a big card? It's, it's uh, a true honour. It, it means the world because, again, I bring a mega fight. I brought uh, in a couple big mega fights. Obviously, when I had all the belts, to Victoria, to Melbourne, but bringing this big fight to Perth. I've seen how they used to do it back in the past with the uh, the great Danny Green, and uh, I'm very excited to be bringing this mega event here. It means the world. 
And um, I, I am already preparing like a man possessed and come another 14 weeks, uh, May 12th, you know, I'll be 110% ready to win this fight and, and uh, make the whole country proud, make Perth and, and all the support proud and obviously make myself and, and my family proud once again and continue building that legacy. We're certainly excited about it, and the RAC Arena is a fantastic venue, uh, certainly voted one of the great indoor venues in yeah. Australia. Tell us about your new trainer and his knowledge of Vasily Lemachenko. Uh, look, everything happens for a reason. You know, sometimes uh, God works in mysterious ways, and, uh, you know, my, my past trainer that I had, uh, unfortunately, had some issues, some personal issues, and... Uh, Unfortunately, he's not with us, so we, we, we take his, his honour with us as well inside that ring. But, uh, you know, we, we fell into a, a guy by the name of Anton, you know, by chance, by, by fluke, running into each other at a, at a gym shop. Now, Anton is the head national uh, Russian Olympic team coach where he was here in Australia. And uh, by chance, we, we just met. And all of a sudden, I said, you know what, let's start working together. Let's uh, just see if we gel a little bit. And uh, before you know it, Fast forward four months of, of hard work together, and you know this is the guy whose bread and butter is that you know Russian, Soviet, Ukrainian style. Mm. Uh, he knows the Lomachenko inside out. Now, if that's not uh, you know God's plan, uh, I don't know what is because the stars have aligned and uh, the focus is there from the whole team. So this is a uh, this is going to be a good one because Cambosis has has that certain style, but adding this extra bit, adding this you know style where I understand Lomachenko better than ever. Um, you know, it's truly going to make for, for, for greatness and to win this fight. It's interesting that uh, both you and Vasily lost to Devin Haney and you both fought yep. Teofimo Lopez. You won. Vasily lost that fight. So is this a better, maybe, match-up for you, George? I believe so. Look, uh, when I beat Lopez, we straight away went to negotiations with uh, Vasily Lomachenko or Devin Haney. Now, at that stage, Lom- uh, Lomachenko... The deal was making more sense. They were a lot easier to, to, to deal with, and um, things just went well. So that fight was pretty much set back in, in, in for 20, uh, 2022. And uh, after that, the war broke out. And before you know it, one morning I woke up when we thought the fight was signed and ready. Uh, my phone was blowing up, and I thought, oh, what's going on? And Vasily's gone back to Ukraine, back in the army uniform, and... Uh, he had to sit there and do what he had to do, which we, we, we said, no worries, full respect. And then that's where we stepped to, to Devin Haney. And again, mm. it shows the kind of fighter, kind of warrior I am that didn't look for an easy touch, didn't look for, for a cherry pick. And a lot of these fighters today, uh, they will be built by media. They'll be built that they're fighting real killers, but uh, a lot of them are not doing that. They, they say they are, but they're not doing that. Cambosa, on the other hand, steps to the best, steps to the best fighters, wants all the smoke and... Uh, you know, never wants to take a, a backward step. So we stepped to Devin Haney, and we knew style-wise this was going to be a lot more difficult fight because of the way he fights. He's, you know, more of that kind of box, run, hold, uh, do what he has to do in the fight. And he's a tremendous fighter, very skilled fighter, and was very, uh, you know, feared. And, and people didn't want to fight this guy because of how skilled he was. But we stepped to him, and um, obviously, you know, we knew what happened in that fight. But, uh, you know, Vasily Lomachenko, we know that styles make fights. We know how to beat this guy. And we know that the corner of action and war this will bring. Well, you uh, sort of mentioned that you've been searching for this fight for a number of years, almost going back to 2017. So the IBF belt is vacant. You're the IBO champ. Who's walking yeah. out last on fight night? Uh, that's a debate that's still going on, obviously, between uh, promoters and, and both teams. Uh, 
Um, look, we both have our own accomplishments, achievements. We both have our own, um, you know, world titles and, and done so much in, in the sport. But, you know, I, I believe I should walk last. He believes he should walk last. So, um, I don't know, we might have to do the old-fashioned way, like the cricket does it, and uh, flick a coin. Or if Vasily knows how to do a bit of, you know, rock, paper, scissors, uh, we'll have to we'll have to work it out, but that's going to be worked out. And again, that's going to be another little interesting, you know, spectacle too for the for the fans. Who's going to walk out first? Who's going to walk out last? Uh, whose song's going to come out first? Who's going to come out second? So, uh, look, ultimately, it doesn't matter once we step in the ring. Again, let's not get it twisted that this is a big big deal. But again, it's little mind games and. Uh, you know, I want to walk out last. He wants to walk out last. So uh, we have to wait and see. It's interesting, uh, just changing tact a bit. Uh, Mitch Marsh last night won the Allen Border Medal and he heaped uh, a lot of praise and tribute to his family for being so supportive. I know your father, Jim, is your right-hand man. He's over here as well. Uh, tell us about your family yep. and how supportive and the people around you have been. Yeah, look, uh, family for me is everything. Obviously, my father is, uh, you know, looks after everything for me. You know, he, he's my right-hand man. Without him, it uh, makes my job extremely difficult. Uh, he is the guy behind the scenes and uh, makes these big, big fights happen. You know, it's a lot of negotiating, but uh, I have full trust in him and I know that he always has my best interest. But again, family as well is, you know, extremely important. I'm a father myself. I've got three of my own kids, you know, my, my beautiful wife and, and two boys and one girl. So um, I try to be the best role model for them. I try to give them you know, the, the, the most, uh, you know, rewarding things in life. But I also try to teach them that, you know, with hard work and dedication and discipline, you can achieve your own things. So yeah. uh, I believe that I'm setting the right, you know, steps for them, for their future. Now, they're only young. My eldest is six. My youngest is two. So uh, when I try to give them that discipline, they still look at me a little bit funny. But I know that <laughs> slowly, slowly it, it will sink in and... Uh, you know, eventually we'll have to wait and see because my middle one, he's, he's the one that's got the eyes. He's got that little bit of spark in him, I see him, and uh, he does have a bit of a tough name to live up to being Leonidas Cambosis. So uh, we'll see him possibly in the future, uh, you know, step inside the ropes, who knows, and uh, I'll be there next to him. And I'm sure my father, Jim Cambosis, will manage my, my boy as well. Good stuff. Uh, I was talking actually to our boxing correspondent, Brett Benetti, who was also at the press conference. Good fellow, Brett. And he was telling yeah. me actually that uh, to tell and ask you how important it is to bring a big name like Vasily to Perth. But I believe uh, uh, he was saying you had a number one contender for your belt, a fighter that not many boxing fans would have heard of before. So there was someone else prepared to take you on. But of course, as we know, Lomachenko is a bit of a bigger name. Is that correct? Uh, a little bit correct. It's uh, in this position. I won the eliminator, and I was sitting at number two. The number one position was was a fellow from Argentina who was not very well known, and we're not too sure how he actually got into that number one position because he didn't really fight anyone for it. So a little bit of politics in boxing that that happens. But uh, obviously, underneath was Vasily Lomachenko. And once I won my last fight and, and become IBA world champion, I'd be a uh, mandatory for that belt. We knew Haney was going to vacate. Uh, the, the whole situation was how we're going to get rid of this Argentina and obviously make the big, big fight between me and Lomachenko. But uh, again, stars align and things just, just happen, you know, the way it's meant to be. And uh, this silly boy from Argentina missed out on, on what would have been his biggest fight and his opportunity and his biggest payday and didn't make a wait for a tune-up fight. And uh, at that point, the IBF said, no, no, you uh, are too much of a risk 
uh, you're out. You're, you're not going to have that number one position. And Cambosis, you are now the highest rated uh, lightweight in the world. And right underneath you is the great Vasily Lomachenko. So it uh, sets up that fight. And it's funny how things uh, roll on sometimes. Good stuff, George. Just as we let you go, uh, you've been in Perth for a couple of days. You, as we mentioned, you saw some of the sights today. When are you coming back to Perth to put the final preparations on your fight camp in place for the May 12 bout? Uh, look, uh, we, we haven't fully set that in yet, but it will be obviously you know, the most professional uh, span to be here. We're looking at 10 to 12 days, I'm guessing. Um, but again, that's up to the coaches and, and you know the people that can assess, okay, we know exactly time differences. We know exactly how you'll be feeling at this point, and uh, this is the right time to go. So I entrust my team. Uh, I entrust myself as well. I've been here now for a few days. I've seen a little bit of that time difference. I know it's not huge, but it does play a little role, and it's all the 1% things that they make a difference. So um, that's, that's to, to be worked out very soon. Bravo, George. Uh, thanks for joining us. Safe flight back to uh, Sydney tomorrow, uh, and we look forward to seeing you in coming weeks. And thanks for spending a bit of time on the program and pass on my best wishes to your dad as well. It's good to have a chat to him yesterday. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Pete. My pleasure. Thanks so much for for, uh, having me on. And, and, uh, of course, all the uh, people listening, uh, big, big fight, May 12th. I already know quickly that uh, the pre-sale ringside and hospitality are pretty much all gone. So uh, this event is going to sell out uh, probably even quicker than what we thought. So uh, get in tomorrow, 10 a.m. first time, 1 p.m. Sydney, Melbourne time, and uh, get your tickets because this is going to be historic. It Thanks will be big. That. It will be big. Good on you, George. George Cambosis Jr. joining us here on Sports Day WA. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, just recapping for Nutri-Ag Solutions going further for Australian farmers, just some of the big stories today. One, of course, is George Cambosis Jr., who you just heard, and the other one being... The fact that uh, Mitch Marsh uh, just uh, had his press conference today. He conducted it uh, after winning the Allen Border medal last night, which was terrific. In other sporting news, uh, Ange Postacoglu's brave uh, double change at halftime held Tottenham turn around a halftime deficit. They beat Brentford 3-2 in what was a thrilling Premier League clash. They trailed uh, after 15 minutes and then they scored three goals in the space of eight minutes just after half time, uh, they gifted a goal to Ivan Tony, uh, a poor back pass uh, to the keeper, and Tony kept, uh, picked it up and went past uh, Vicario, the Tottenham goalkeeper, to make it three two. And then they hung on in the end, uh, Spurs, but they picked up the victory and the three points, and that's thrust them now into fourth position, which is a Champions League spot. The top four teams in the Premier League then uh, are automatically in the Champions League the following season. So they're sitting in that position at the moment. And a big news out of Rugby League where Cameron Smith has quit his post as Billy Slade as assistant coach for the 2024 State of Origin Series. So to be replaced by former Maroons hooker Matt Balin. Now, Smith has stepped down after two victorious series as Slater's assistant coach with Balin to join Josh Hannay and Jonathan Thurston in the hunt for a three-peat. Just uh, Norm's been listening in. Uh, Norman Cowell, g'day, Pete. The Aussie stand, this is the one that I was talking about in Doha, is a dismal excuse for Australia. They should have a barbecue going with lamb chops and kangaroo steaks for steak burgers and seafood from across Australia and some quality beer selections, all for free for non-Aussies only. I think it's a dry country, isn't it? Uh, Qatar? I think it is. And maybe the beers 
won't be accepted. But don't mind the barbecue, mate. It's better than a tennis ball and also uh, two 10 pins. All right, uh, that's the program. Thanks very much, Connor. Thanks, Jimmy. And thanks to our sponsors, Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, and also the all-electric Kia EV9, Kia's largest electric seven-seat SUV. I'll catch you Monday from 5 o'clock. Have a terrific weekend. Stay cool. 39 degrees tomorrow for Perth.